provocative lyrics is fast becoming one of the most popular forms of A couple years ago, a homie and I started the G-Funk Junkies podcast. Go subscribe to that channel and help me grow that. However, I want to make an offshoot from that where I talk about smaller subjects and shoot some clecha, give my thoughts on music, and just share lo que me da la pinche gana. For the first segment of Words from the Wise, I wanted to answer, or at least throw my two cents on the philosophical question, what is Chicano rap? It's a topic that's been greatly debated by Chicanos for the last 20, maybe 30 years. What exactly constitutes Chicano rap? So far, the consensus has been, you know it when you hear it. But that only answers the question without really answering the question, nor does it really define it sonically, lyrically, or thematically. Thus far, there hasn't been a 100% agreement on what it is or what comprises the subgenre. We've heard Rodium Radio's Tony A, The Wizard, ask most, if not all of his guests. So my question to you is, what is Chicano rap? You've even heard Snow the Product attempt to answer the question. What is Chicano rap? Chicano rap is uh, is a uh, subgenre, I guess, of hip hop. Um, it's 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 more kind of like somewhat gang affiliated in some places, but yeah. Now to add more complexity to the question, do you have to be Mexican or Chicano to be Chicano rap? What does it sound like? Most importantly, why isn't it more popular? Why hasn't it blown up? Well, as your unofficial barrio historian, Samasa que tengo la respuesta. After some thought and careful consideration, ahí les va. Here's what I came up with. Feel free to disagree if you're a chavala. These are the four pillars or the criteria of what I consider to be Chicano rap. Number one, it has to be underground. It's not meant to be mainstream. I've got the sound that is straight underground. This means you won't find it on TV or radio. Number two, it's gangster rap by default. It's not backpack raps or conscientious rap. They was fucking trying to rap like Farsight and fucking hip-hop, Scooby-Dooie-Bop bullshit. Fuck all that. Even Kid Frost once said Mexicans weren't interested in hip-hop until gangster rap came around. You don't have to like it because I've always been hated. And I'm straight gay-related. Number three. The biggest sources of influence, sonically, come from funk or oldies. Ergo, it's not boom bap rap. Number four. It's for the barrio. It's not meant for everybody. Some of you don't know what's happening. Que pasa is not for you anyway. It's not for general audiences. It's specifically meant to be appreciated by our community. It's about time somebody made a But if it's embraced by everyone else, cool, much love and respect to those that support it. That's right, you heard it, but from Mexicans, you like it, bump it. If you don't, fuck you, you'll see us any fucking way. With that said, this is why Cypress Hill, Psycho Realm, The Mexicans, Delinquent Habits, and Two Mix aren't considered Chicano rap, despite them being Mexican, or some members at least. And, big revelation, you don't have to be Mexican to make it. You know, one of my, my big things I was happy about Chicano rap is that you don't have to be Chicano to rap it. Okay. To me, that's the test of a true genre. For the most part, those aforementioned groups are in the boom bap genre. Now, Chicano rap naturally evolved from Latino rap alongside gangster rap with the rise and prominence of West Coast hip hop during the 90s. After all, 
Chicano gang life was the template for everything we associate with gangster rap. The gangs, many of these barrios are pushing damn near 100 years now. The lowriders, which are traced back to the barrios of East Los. The recreational use of marijuana, believe it or not, Mexican immigrants introduced the recreational use of the drug to the good old US of A during the Mexican Revolution of 1910. Look that up. We're not kicking fiction, we're kicking facts. Now, one of the biggest criticisms of the genre has been the alleged outdated sound. A lot of the production is like still in the 90s and you know, everybody's West Coast out. And don't get me wrong, I'm West Coast out myself. But if you're gonna give me a West Coast record to go try to take to a Warner Brothers or someone I have a deal with, they're gonna look at me and say, Pablito, this, you know, we're in 2020 and you know, this is like, 30 years old, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to walk in there and have them, you know, say that to me. I want them to, I want to walk in there and say, yeah, let's sign this cat, you know, sign this kid, let's sign this girl. Right. If you've listened to the interview we did with DJ Tricks from the legendary Spanish Fly, you'll hear me address why it sounds this way. Why are they still talking about the same stuff that was said in 92, 95? I have an answer for that. This is the perspective of why I think we still sound like to everybody else, like we're stuck in the 90s or something. But have you ever thought about when Mexicans are involved with music, how it's not for a fad? Like if you think about rancheras, you think about corridos, you think about mariachi music, that music yeah. has existed for sometimes, like let's go back to mariachi music. That's existed for over a hundred years. And there has been little change and very few modifications to the music. Maybe the, the highest point of change has been the way that it's been recorded. But corridos too, I mean, you can find corridos that go back to the revolution in Mexico, right? Back in 1910. Yeah. And corridos haven't really changed much, except for like, now the narco corridos are probably the biggest change to the original corridos. But I think when we get involved with music, it's not something that we do because it's a fad and we just want to jump on it. It's things that we do out of tradition. And for us, like gangster rap is not a fad, right? It's not a, uh, it's not like it was for, for the mainstream 90s where like, oh shit, gangster rap and lowriders and blunts and that's it. Like, no man, lowriders and blunts, like that goes way back to before um, Chi uh -huh. Chong, you know what I mean? Like before it was popularized by music. Yeah. But I think it's out of tradition and not out of fad, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good answer. I like that. I like that answer. And because we do things out of tradition, Chicanos seldomly stray from what has been deemed lowrider music, which in and of itself made its way into West Coast hip hop one way or the other. And then Dre came with the G Funk. It's like, to low ride, to ride with me. And that's just because of how in Cali we brought up on grooves. We brought up on a lot of funky stuff. You know what I'm saying? From LA to the Bay, you know, we brought up on real funky music. You gotta move people, man. A second criticism that has been said about Chicano rap is that it's an imitation of black rap. Uh, I find this the most hilarious. Hilarious because this ignorantly overlooks the themes that were plagiarized, or as the kids say today, culturally appropriated by black rappers, more so black gang members. Like how West Coast rappers with names like Kiki Loco from Bola Loco, better known as J.O. Felony or G. Perico, have an obvious Mexican influence in their names, but no one ever claims that they're imitating Chicanos. But as any sociologist will tell you, 
central to the look of this lifestyle were many elements that the Crips and Bloods appropriated from Chicano gangs, particularly Chuck Taylors, khakis, dickies, Pendletons, bandanas, baseball caps with the brim flipped up, old English tattoos, black block letter calligraphic graffiti, and lowriders. Los Angeles African-American gangster rappers like Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Ice-T borrowed Chicano's cool Cholo street style. The only times where I can see this criticism being a fair assessment is when you have songs like Vatos in the Barrio by Brownside, Black Super Baller by Little Blackie, Southside Thing by Capone and ODM, The Suit is One Blood by Conejo, or On and On by Proper Those. Cause the vatos in the barrio are always hard. You come talking that shit, we'll throw it, pull your card. But I brought my dog along And next on the mic is my man G Come on, fool, sing that song And yes, I wholeheartedly agree with the criticisms But those types of songs are few and far in between To say that all Chicano rap is an imitation of black rappers Is like saying a skateboard is an imitation of a car Just because it has four wheels and a person steering it However, I'll admit this new generation seems hell-bent on trying to live up to that misconception With the rappers like Swifty Blue Ojeezy, Peso, and Tres, among others, rapping to see who can drop the most M-bombs. Chicano rap is not entirely devoid of it, but it's seldomly said. This newer generation, however, has an affinity for it, despite black folks overwhelmingly being against it. Now the niggas, they're not gonna fuck with the brown like that. I look at a Mexican, they use the word nigga as being like, just how I see it. You niggas are saying the word nigga. Rasa don't do that. They're trying to trick an audience. They're trying to trick a culture. Mm, trick a culture. Trick a culture. Literally. Culture trick. For real. No, it's some real shit, though. You said the word nigga. You s- Hold on. <laughs> so you're in the music industry. Yeah. And you are proud that you're saying the word nigga. Right. And you're gonna say S's that don't even belong to you and be free with this shit? Yeah. That's what you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're taking that shit offensive. You're not blending in. You're not scoring points. They're taking that shit offensive and you're offending them by saying that. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't see it like that. I just thought I was trying to be cool. Nah, bro. Now when they think like that, when they say oh and they're explaining to you <laughs> that oh I thought I was trying to be cool, they already lost. Understand your culture, bro, and try to use something different. Yeah. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Just understand your culture because, you know, sometimes some of these artists may not know their culture. Maybe you don't understand your culture because if you understand how beautiful your culture is, you wouldn't spit another person's culture. You feel? Because that's not your culture. That word. Yeah. This how it is, how it's spelled. Yeah. What it stands for. That's not your culture. Yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? That's good. My opinion, there is no room for it in our culture. The word dilutes what it means to be a Chicano. I'll even say that not hearing it on a rap song is actually kind of refreshing. As the Hood Santa, otherwise known as Tito Rodriguez, once said, hip hop is mathematical. 
Music is mathematical. Music is math. So if you think about how often and how repetitive that word is, and how many times it appears in 16 bars or how many times you'll hear it in a three minute and 30 second song it makes you want to listen to someone who doesn't use that word as a crutch oh. listen to us if i want to hear the n-word in a rap song i'll listen to a black rapper but if i'm giving you a chance by supporting your music it's because i want to hear something different and refreshing not someone fronting trying to be or sound black it's just disrespectful to both cultures with that said i believe that answers the question Chicano rap is an ode to the old school and a love for the way that we were brought up. It's an introspective look into barrio warfare and its toll on our community. To say that it failed or flopped is a misconception. It survived and thrived for 30 years without any support from radio, TV, or the mainstream. Where it did fail is in its attempt and hopes to win over black people instead of realizing the potential that it had outside of the United States. Chicanos just didn't see the big picture. They didn't capitalize on touring in Mexico and Latin America or even overseas. Why isn't it more popular? Well, that boils down to prejudice and representation by the media. Think of how we are portrayed in both mainstream and black media. They think we're gonna rap about beans and tortillas as if black hip hop artists only rap about chicken and watermelon. Think of how gang warfare has portrayed us as the bad guys in interracial feuds and popular culture. With the bloods and crips It get racial in the streets Someone let off a clip We've been conditioned to allow ourselves to be disrespected And anytime we speak up We are purposely misconstrued as anti-black I'm sure someone will take my comments out of context And push that false narrative Thus proving my point <laughs> Things that have hindered and damaged the brand are many Hate is the biggest contributing factor we love to hate on each other. A Mexican's worst enemy is another Mexican, as the saying goes. The lack of support from hip-hop's majority. But if I'm being real, the consumer and listener has a bit of fault, too. The way that it's been presented has been shit. The cheap and generic images uploaded on YouTube with the songs have ruined the first impressions that people have. Number two, the fact that whack shit is so easy to find on YouTube, but the good stuff is buried and hard to find. Lastly, we didn't do our part in getting them the exposure that was necessary, such as posting lyrics for our favorite albums and rap songs, the lack of Wikipedia entries regarding Chicano rap and its dope artists, or even leveraging centralized websites about hip-hop sampling. Hell, we didn't even leverage the internet to review and promote worthy Chicano rap. We in fact helped sabotage the genre. Where the artists and labels share the blame is the oversaturation by three big name labels in Chicano rap. Yes, I'm talking about Low Pro, High Power, and Southland, who flooded the market. An album cover should be treated as an art, but the representation of Chicano rap album covers has been subpar. And just because a homie is with the business doesn't mean that he's going to be a good rapper. Keep that in mind. Looking the part doesn't really necessarily translate into actually having the skills. Expanding on that, Chicano rap's realness is a double-edged sword. We're okay with supporting black rappers who rap about gangster shit but aren't with the business, such as Ice-T, Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, and Exhibit to name a few. But then we draw the line when Chicanos aren't hardcore gang members rapping about gangster shit. I mean, come on. Do I see this genre going another 10 years? Nah. We're probably the most talked about ethnic group in hip-hop right after whites and Jews. We've been a part of West Coast hip-hop since the beginning, with Kid Frost rapping in the early 80s and a slew of Mexican or Latino producers in the late 80s and into the 90s, like Tony A, Ralph M. the Funky Mexican, Rhyme Poetic Mafia, 
Johnny J, Tony G, and Julio G. But for some odd reason, we've been pushed to the side and told to participate from a distance. Like they'll make songs for us, but won't feature us. You know, here's a few examples of YG's Go Local. Tiger's Ay Caramba. Snoop Dogg's Vato. Gang Spanglish. Even that fuck Donald Trump song by YG and Nipsey. Hell, Nip even went as far as marginalizing Chicanos and hip-hop to just East L.A. East L.A., you know, is definitely predominantly Mexican in the Latino area. You know what I mean? And it's a certain style of, of hip-hop that come from that, that community. You know what I mean? It's come from that culture over there. I'm gonna keep it real and say something that hasn't gotten much attention either. Chicano rap has largely been reserved to Southern Califas, disregarding our gente from up north, so much so that they had to create their own lane within the genre. Now, I don't have the glitch to fully dwell into this rabbit hole by myself, so I'm hoping to bring a camarada from Central or Northern Califas, looking at you, Cardo Mac, to elaborate on homeboy rap someday. Now, as much hate as this genre has garnered over the decades, I still love and appreciate it for what it is. A raw, rugged, and unpolished art form. Even though the popular thing to do is disassociate yourself from the genre in the hopes of gaining brownie points from you-know-who. Well, I hope you enjoyed my rant on this subject. Let me know what you think in the comments below. Help me navigate this YouTube algorithm by liking, sharing, and commenting down below. As always, do your thing, Rasa. Support your local podcasts. Like I always say, till the next episode. Boom. Boom.